This is the Training Camp Today podcast with Jesse Rosfett and Neil Roberts. Welcome to another edition of the Training Camp Today podcast. I'm Jesse Rosfett. Joining me once again, Neil Roberts. And Neil, we've been here a couple days in Mankato. Today, first day of pads at Vikings Training Camp. Mm-hmm. A few things that stood out to you today. Well, it's nice seeing them in pads and mixing it up a little bit. You can tell they were anxious today to, I think, get to that spot as, of course, their first game here is less than two weeks away. And on the offensive side, I really thought Mike Wallace stood out today, Jesse. He made several really nice catches uh, before uh, the defense and the offense got together just doing some offensive drills. And then so he had three or four roars from the crowd today. And then once they got together uh, with some defensive schemes, he was getting a lot of separation in some routes and making some more good catches. And we could see why Miami gave him the contract they did a few years back, and now the Vikings have inherited that contract with the trade. And uh, I think the Vikings and their fans today, after watching that, are very happy he's in a Vikings uniform. We saw today that he made, had a few uh, few good moves, and the one-on-ones did Mike Wallace. And mm-hmm. I think, lucky for the Vikings, he just seems like a better fit here in, than in Miami. So a few things there just on Mike Wallace. Uh, it, it seemed like... Overall, the players just seemed more happy mm-hmm. that they were back in, in pads today as well. And you could tell that talking to them. And it just seemed a little more up-tempo today. And now we've had a few of our um, interviews down on our uh, series, Neil, and training camp today, if you want to check out some of those reports. But, Neil, uh, just a few things you've talked to. Uh, you've talked to quite a few players up to this point, just a few things that have stood out to you talking to them in the past couple of days. Well, there's excitement for this team. Like I've been doing this series now for eight years, I believe. And, of course, each year it seems like it's the most excitement ever. But truly this year, I think, from a confidence level, you know, there's saying the right things to make it sound like you're excited for a season. And you can tell that, you know, talking to Tom Johnson today, for instance, you know, a guy who came off a year of six and a half sacks, really set himself up to, you know, make some money this offseason. And we didn't know where he might end up. The Vikings wanted him back. And they got him back, and he wants to be here because of that defense and how much they improved last year. And he thinks they can be a top five defense or better. And you can tell with guys like that and Sharif Floyd and uh, even Greenway talking about the depth at linebacker that there's real sincere optimism for this team without everybody getting carried away. They're, they're focused, they're set, I think, but uh, they're poised to have a good season, I think. Coming into every training camp, really no matter which team it is, there's always going to be some position battles. A few few of the Vikings that we've been looking at is the tight ends and the wide receivers. We're just kind of trying to pick in place uh, who's going to be on the team and how many the Vikings might end up keeping if they keep, mm-hmm. keep three, maybe four tight ends, five or six wide receivers. We don't know at this point. Zimmer probably doesn't even know at this point. Right. Uh, what, are, what are some things you've seen from those two positions? Well, you and I had a discussion last night that was interesting, you know, just looking at that tight end position and its depth. And if we assume they're going to keep three tight ends, and obviously Rudolph's going to be one of them, that really leaves three pretty good tight ends that are probably NFL worthy uh, looking at one spot. And Michael Pruitt, the fifth round pick. We have Brandon Bostic, who they picked up off of waivers from the Packers. And Chase Ford really showed some nice flashes last year when he was pressed into duty. So... Of that, I think Michael Pruitt has the inside track. I know you think Chase Ford might have the inside track. And I think you hit it on the head here a minute ago when you said there's a lot of training camp left, a lot of things could happen. 
Maybe they'll keep uh, four tight ends, but then then you're down to maybe five wide receivers if they want to go six receivers. I mean, something's got to give on the 53-man roster. So I anticipate they're going to go with three tight ends. And if they all stay healthy, it's going to be a tough decision, I think. You'd probably give Pruitt the, yep, the head. I do. Right now, put, I do. Put, but... put him ahead. I, I've seen Ford with the first team so far in the first couple of days, so we'll see. I, I think Chase Ford has the edge. Okay. Um, not, I'm not saying he deserves it, but... And Pruitt, it's tough with the situation that, that they're in right now, but a few other things um, with pads today. I know a few guys uh, a few guys have stood out uh, with special teams, Neil. I know we've seen uh, Marcus Sherrill's. Uh, he's been a punt returner for the Vikings for quite a few years now out of the University of Minnesota. He's been mm-hmm. around quite a, around this area quite a while. I saw today. I didn't even see him go back and return a punt. I saw Adam Thielen, St- Stephon Diggs back there. Yeah, so you know, how do you interpret that? Do you interpret that they're moving on from Marcus Sherrill's or do they interpret that, you know, Marcus Sherrill's, we know what he can do. He is our front runner for the position. Let's see what these other guys look like because we know Marcus can handle the job. I'm not sure. So and they didn't elaborate. It's, the it's actually it, something it's actually something Prefer touched on earlier today too. He said yeah. uh he said Sherrill's is still punt returner, but he's he has a lot more competition this year. Yeah, so they're they're looking at that competition. And, you know, obviously, Stefan Diggs is the name that keeps popping up and one that, you know, kind of the, the media darling, if you will, as far as people who anticipate it's going to maybe be the punt returner this year. But, you know, Marcus Sherrill's, don't dismiss that guy. And I don't think you and I are not, but I'm just talking in general that it's hard to find a guy back there that really does not make mistakes. And he doesn't make many mistakes back there. And he always makes the first guy miss. And he's been a pretty solid nickel and dime corner over the years, too. So those guys shouldn't just be, uh, you know, way because of some new flash that comes along. Now, I'm all for Stefan Diggs making this team. I mean, he's looked electric out there. And, yeah, he's maybe dropped a couple balls. And, and maybe they've uh, called him out on a couple routes and stuff like that. But you can tell that the guy can run some routes. He can catch the ball. And he does a lot of things right that this team likes. And, of course, his days, and it's been documented, too, is North Turner goes back in time as far as and North Turner's son as far as really liking uh, Stefan Diggs. So who knows how that's going to shake out. But, um, but yeah, that's going to be an interesting battle. And with the injuries at corner, with Robinson and Price having to sit out a couple games, uh, that might give a guy like Sherrill's a chance to uh, start the season in a purple uniform again. Lots of things that can unfold yet here over the next uh, six weeks or whatever before the season starts. Yeah, and you can't forget Sherrill's is still a cornerback. I know where you're just used to seeing him as the punt returner, but he actually, I noticed today he did actually make a really good play. He kept uh, the ball from getting to Cordero Patterson, made a nice jump on that route. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to, uh, or staying with Stevon Diggs, really, he's a, he's a guy that I was really looking forward to see, and he's a guy that I've been really impressed with. Zimmer said in his press conference earlier today he's been impressed with him too. He's running really crisp routes, and yeah. Zimmer Zimmer mentioned today, I believe he said he Diggs has some of the best hands he's ever seen. He just, yeah. I know, I mean, everybody's gonna have their drops. I don't know. Right. Sometimes he can't get to a ball or something. Right. But, but Diggs does make a lot of catches. I know mm-hmm. he's a, he's kind of a small guy, and he's smaller compared to some of the receivers the Vikings might have. Um, but he's still about the Mike Wallace size. Yeah. And and that's what Zimmer was saying. He's he might seem like a small guy, but he's still six feet tall. Jesse's so, so fundamentally sound, too. I mean, yeah, he maybe had a drop or two here or there, but he's catching the ball the right way. I mean, his thumbs are in, his hands are, arms are extended, and the guy's coming in with some real polish as far as just natural. He's, it just brings, he's got soft hands, too. That It comes in right into him. Like I say, he's seamless out there a lot of times as well. So uh, he's really fun to watch, and I think the fans are going to like him, too. You know, back on, talk about D-backs, a couple other D-backs, I think, that stood out today for me. 
while we're talking about that area of the field is uh, you know, Harrison Smith. You know, the guy comes out and does not take a day off. My goodness, out there he is jumping over people. I could tell he's, he didn't level anybody, but he's grabbing people and he's standing a few people upright. And you could tell he really wants to hit people the worst way. And you think, you know, this far into his career that he'd be easing in a little bit more. But he had a ton of energy out there today and he was all over the field. And another guy who we talked to and hopefully will be featuring soon on training camp today, uh, Anthony Harris, also had an interception. Uh, Harrison Smith picked one off, and I think you saw it too, and he insisted on returning it like all the way. So he kept bouncing off people until he made it past the line of scrimmage. And uh, Anthony Harris, a, a rookie free agent out of Virginia, had a nice pick today as well. So some more impressions in camp today, I guess, on that defensive side. But uh, And I thought... Some of the guys who played with high energy today with Hodges, you know, he had a lot of speed out there and was talking a lot. He was fun to watch out there today. Uh, Adi Cole and I uh, talked to Chad Greenway today, and he, he mentioned both those guys as far as guys that came in last year that were pressed into duty and played very, very well. So, so yeah, some good stuff on the defensive side of the ball, I thought, today. Yeah, and you touched and got ahead of uh, what I was going to get into next and finish our podcast up here with was Harrison Smith. Mm-hmm. Definitely had probably the best practice of anyone today. He's just yeah. a guy, you put the pads on him, he's a guy that's going to going to go make some plays. They call him the hitman, so he's going to go out and do what he did today. Made some big plays. And, uh, Neil, I think something we're going to look forward to in one of mm-hmm. our next podcasts, uh, I believe it was Zimmer who touched on this earlier today, uh, they finally put the pads on, and then finally you get to see a little more out of the both offensive and defensive linemen. You get to see more of that out of them because they're going to do a lot more hitting. Yeah, and, you know, you talk about leadership, and I think that's where it was really refreshing to see a guy like Mike Wallace step up today. And yesterday watching, I mean, there was no pads yesterday, so it was maybe hard to really, you know, get a feel for some of these things until they get pads on. But you can see that guy step up today, and, you know, people are worried about maybe, you know, his attitude coming from Miami, you know, why do they want to trade him and all this stuff. That was not the guy we saw today. I'm not sure we're going to see weeks from now. But today, I'll tell you what, that guy brought it, and he was leading by example. And Harrison Smith was doing the same on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, that's where it starts. I mean, these rookies watch these guys work hard, break off routes, jump over guys, and they don't have to. And they're thinking, okay, that's how these guys survive and have longevity in the NFL. So um, refreshing to see. And it was a lot of fun and looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Tomorrow and the upcoming days. Going to be very fun to watch for the Vikings throughout the rest of this week. We've seen some good things so far and really looking forward to what more we can see. Again, that'll do it for this edition of the Training Camp Podcast. Again, you can check out more podcasts as well as as our uh, some of our reports for Training Camp Today uh, on trainingcamptoday.com. So again, for Neil Roberts, I am Jesse Rossfit. Uh, Neil, and, I think you want to say one more thing. And a shout out to our engineer, Chris Price. Absolutely. Our producer, Chris Price, does a very good job behind the scenes. So... For Neil Roberts and Chris Pice, I am Jesse Rossfit. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time right here on the Training Camp Today podcast. Mm-hmm.